coming to theaters across the U.S. on March 20th and 21st, an epic film on Noah's Flood. This film unveils compelling evidence in support of the Bible, including what happened to the dinosaurs? Why do we find soft tissues and blood in their bones today? Why did God send the flood? What are the parallels between the days of Noah and the coming judgment? Mark your calendars for March 20th, 21st, and be prepared to experience the Genesis flood like never before. Get your tickets today at www.noahsflood.com. Listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 84 of FPA Connects. I'm Suzanne and I'm here with Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi. How are you doing today? Good. Um, I'm glad to hear it. We've got some fun stuff to talk about today. But first, let me ask you what you've been up to. Well, we're sitting here in Tallahassee, fixing to have day at the Capitol. Day at the Capitol. Yeah. Yes. That's That's so much fun. And uh, we love coming up here and supporting Mm -hmm. our lobbyists and our legislators. Yep. And uh, watching out what's happening with homeschooling in Florida. Yeah, it's a fun process. It should be a fun day tomorrow. Yes, it will be a lot of fun. So if you're not here with us for Day at the Capitol, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about some places in Florida that we can explore and some things that uh, we have done a little bit of exploring. Um, You know, back in November, we went on a trip and we've never actually done a podcast and talked much about it. Okay. But I want to kind of recap that trip a little bit because it was so much fun. And it was the first year that we've done it. And so we, you know, we kind of try to add something new and adventurous every year. And um, our road trip to St. Augustine was that for us in November Mm -hmm. um, last year. So, and it was a great trip and you missed it. I know. Shame on you. You're Floridian over here who's never been to St. Augustine. But I've heard about all the fun you guys had. It's great. And it was a great trip. We did get to visit the forts, which you would expect to do Mm -hmm. um, on a trip to St. Augustine. And we went to the Fountain of Youth, which was great. We went to the old jail. That was a lot of fun. And Um, You know, one of the things that we did that was um, the most unique, I've done pretty much all of it before, Uh but I had not participated in um, a nighttime lighthouse workshop, or actually it was more of a class for students. Uh And it was a great STEM program that talked about how lighthouses work, how the mirrors reflect and the lights Mm -hmm. 
it was a great, great time that night. So we had families, we had a great time together. And I just wanted to say, you know, if you're looking for some nice side trips, we've got those coming up this year. Mm -hmm. Um, For, you know, later in the year, we're going to the Keys again, we're going to St. Augustine again. Um, We're going to Sanibel again, you know, so Mm -hmm. we've got a lot coming up. So great opportunities. But um, as we go along and explore these places, um, it was, I was kind of inspired to kind of focus a little bit on lighthouses Mm -hmm. today because our trip to St. Augustine was um, such an amazing trip. And the lighthouses that are, you know, still standing around Florida um, are very interesting to me. You know, I think that um, we don't hear so much about lighthouses or think so much about lighthouses, you know, but to a peninsula like we live on, um, they were crucial to have built on our coastlines. Right. And for boats to bring in supplies and people and explorers to, you know, um, find their way here was dangerous. And, you know, of course, as we had people settle and build lighthouses, it saved lives. Yeah. And so to me, the stories are amazing. But one of the things, and when we were at the St. Augustine Lighthouse, um, you know, you tour the lightkeeper's home. And the keeper of the lights and all of their stories at uh-huh. these different lighthouses. And, you know, it took an interesting individual, first of all, to be able to live in some of those those quarters because they were not necessarily huge pieces of property that no. had a lot of, you know, extra fluff or anything. They were right. pretty basic. Right. Um, you know, and so that's one thing to consider. But the other thing is, you know, they had families with them sometimes Mm -hmm. and the kids would grow up kind of far removed from a community because sometimes the lighthouses are kind of out on the island or, you know, out on the very outside coastal area that was a little bit more dangerous maybe to build on and Mm -hmm. for homes to be there. So a lot of the time the lighthouse was not in the center of a community. So it was kind of lonely, um, too. So if you ever get a chance to go tour some of these lighthouses, you know, you'll be interested and intrigued. And one of the things that I found out in St. Augustine that I thought was really interesting is they had a box of books that traveled from different lighthouses oh, all over cool. the United States. And it was a way to keep the lightkeepers, you know, supplied with new books like and new materials. It was. It was like a library. Mobile lighthouse around. library. Yes. <laughs> and it was, it was so cool. It was one of those things I didn't know about. That's neat. You know, yeah. So there's a lot of neat stories and a lot of neat history um, <clears throat> surrounding lighthouses. I think wherever you go, they've always intrigued me a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, in Florida... Um, there are 30 mm-hmm. lighthouses and there's six of them, I think that are still functional and open to the public okay. um, at this point. So it's interesting if you get a chance to go visit them because, you know, sometimes um, once they have reached a point of disrepair where people can't safely go into them, mm-hmm. um, you kind of have lost. There is a lighthouse association that tries to do the upkeep. Okay. But, you know, sometimes you kind of lose access just because it's not safe anymore. And that might functionally still work mm-hmm. um, to help, you know, navigate. But it may not be something that we have access to. So if you have a chance to explore the lighthouses, I think it's so cool to do that and just kind of get a chance to to learn about that part of Florida history that we don't always think about unless you live in a community that has one you know I think they're definitely a neat experience I've Mm -hmm. never done that before but I've always thought they'd be interesting to you know learn about and see 
And you always expect them to, you know, like, they're all a little bit different. Like, I always think Mm -hmm. you picture the lighthouses all looking one way, but sometimes they're not that tall or, you know, they all look a little bit different. Yeah, very different and function differently and uh, are built out of different materials. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, I was reading some different stories um, surrounding some of the ones that I'm going to kind of highlight today. And, and again, the stories are just interesting, you know, about how people actually functionally lived um, around these lighthouses. Right. And some of them on very rocky terrain. Um, some of them experienced difficulty in keeping the lighthouses built um, because the shoreline would wash away. Oh, the water yeah. would come in more and, you know, so it would get beat up and they'd have to move it back. And so it's interesting. It's just a lot yeah. of interesting history. Uh, for people like you and me who love history, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, the first lighthouse that was actually built in Florida was St. Augustine Lighthouse. And um, that is, it's a beautiful lighthouse. It really is. It's actually located in a really pretty area uh-huh. and has great grounds and, uh, like I said, great educational opportunities that you can take part in. And, you know, I would suggest if you're going to St. Augustine to visit, mm-hmm. if you go with us, you won't miss the lighthouse. But if you're going there on your own with your family, um, take the time because the lighthouse is just, um, you know, very interesting. And it is one of, you know, the oldest ones here still standing in Florida. Um, so that's a beautiful lighthouse. And then, um, one of the other lighthouses that I find very interesting is the um, Ponce Inlet Lighthouse and Museum. And the reason that that one's kind of interesting to me, it's just um, in the United States, it's the second tallest lighthouse. Really? And Yeah. And uh-huh. it's the only one that's taller than that is the Cape Hatteras uh-huh. Lighthouse, which is a pretty famous well-known lighthouse, right. you know. And um, it's beautiful. I actually was not far from there the other day. And the lighthouse is so tall. And, you know, like you're talking about, they're right. different sizes. And sometimes you can kind of almost pass by and miss them. Right. But this one just is grand. And it just stands up and is beautiful. And So does it? Does that lighthouse work? I mean, mm-hmm. is it like if you're driving down the road at night, is it going? Yes. Yes. It is still, it's still functional. And um, it is... Again, the whole area around there is just a beautiful area, and it's got a pretty extensive layout um, with the lightkeepers' homes. Um, again, some very interesting history around that area. Okay, so just south of the Ponce Inlet Lighthouse and Museum is the Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse and Museum um, in Jupiter. And again, it's a beautiful lighthouse. Um, and it has a really interesting history. Uh, when you visit there, you'll you'll see that there was a lot of connection to the Civil War and some of the generals who were involved in the Civil War. Um, but also, it has some great exhibits um, that bring to life, you know, what Native American life was like mm-hmm. in this part of Florida. So it's a great place to visit and um, just kind of take it in because, again, the, you know, you have to understand some of the coastal areas where we're talking about mm-hmm. are just going to be amazing and beautiful right. anyway, just because of where they are. But um, some of them are just really well kept, too. Um, and then one of my favorites, and it was the first and only lighthouse I've actually climbed to the top of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was when I was brave and didn't know what I was getting into. I am I do not do well with heights. Me neither. But I did <laughs> climb to the top of the Pensacola Lighthouse, and it's... um. Its official title is the Pensacola Lighthouse and Maritime Museum. And it's actually on um, the Naval Air Station in oh, okay. Pensacola. 
And so we went there and uh, we were on a family trip and I climbed up all those little (laughs) round steps and going down was so scary to me. So I've never tried it um, again. But, you know, the steps, they were not originally built with, oh, this is going to be a tourist attraction. It was functionality. And there was, you know, one man, um, you know, or maybe two that would be going up and down Mm -hmm. those steps regularly. But um, so it was really interesting just to kind of experience that and stand up there and look out from that and see it. It was a once in a lifetime experience because mm-hmm. I won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but for people who are adventurous and like to explore and don't mind heights, um, being able to go up and get the bird's eye view mm. um, at these lighthouses is, is amazing. And that is um, the one that I climbed up in. Um, the interesting thing about this lighthouse, and, and there's some great history on the Naval Air Station there in Pensacola. You've got the lighthouse, and then you have um, a fort that you can, you know, visit and tour there. Um, the Blue Angels have their mm-hmm. museum there. There's so much going on. But before you ever take a trip um, to the Naval Air Station to do it, you always need to check for clearances at the time because there seems to be, um, with this one in particular, it is still open to the public. But you have to have, you know, um, open clearance to get on basis. So that's okay. something if you're going to make a trip there need to that know. I would point out, you need to know, you need to check into it before you head that way, you know, because it is on that, that uh, Naval Air Station. So and then the last one that I want to talk about today is on St. George Island. And this is a great lighthouse. We've been to it. We have visited all of these lighthouses, actually. But this one, um, St. George Island is just gorgeous and it's very i would say that it's one of the areas that you can actually go to beaches in florida and it's not crowded and it doesn't look so commercialized it's just a very you know beautiful natural um, area and uh, the cape st george lighthouse and museum are there and you know the area around it you can actually go and enjoy the beach and explore Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of nature paths there and everything else that um, are open and available there. But um, that's another one that I would say, if you're going to take the time to go visit, definitely take the time to, you know, stop by there um, in that part of our state. But so the lighthouses, again, we, we focused on this a little bit in the last connect and we put together, um, you know, we, we call it our wild Florida section in the connect. If you're mm-hmm. interested in exploring places like this, um, getting a little bit of history about the places like this, then definitely, um, you know, make sure you're a member and subscribe to our magazine that way through your membership um, so that you can have access to some really great places to take your kids and that's one of the beauties of homeschooling for us. Oh, we yeah. get to travel and explore and have memories that we wouldn't have, you mm-hmm. know, otherwise. So, um, but that's all I've got in the way of lighthouses today. We do have more standing in Florida um, that have a lot of great history and stories behind them. And I'll probably bring those up again sometime in the future. But these are ones that you can actually go visit. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was great to just kind of focus on those. Um but, you know, look to FPA website for information on all of our trips and opportunities to explore with us. If you're new to homeschooling, if you're new to Florida, check out our website for resources uh, to help you along your, your homeschool journey and to customize exactly what you need for you and your family. Um, you can follow us on our website at www.fpa.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, or Instagram to find all kinds of good tidbits and resources. Excellent. Glad you joined us today. Thanks. Thank you.
thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.